We need Waynesboro there. Five, four, three. You, 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 you. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Comeback Couples Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Jennison, with my co-host, lovely wife, best friend. Kendra Jennison. Coolest the person you've ever met. Coolest person you ever met. Coolest person I ever met. Um, today's topic Here's the cool thing about when you do your own podcast. For those of you guys out there, think about doing one, or I could go down any fucking path that I want to go because it's just literally speaking your mind. And so you asked me a couple minutes ago, what are, what are we going to talk about today, right? Like you get, you don't even get any heads up. You just say, hey, I need to be here. We're going to sit down. We're going to talk. And I like it that way because it always keeps it authentic. And the truth is I don't even fucking know what I'm going to talk about, <laughs> but my mind is, my mind is toiling around. So I actually have a couple multidimensional approach and different things I want to talk about. One is about responsibility as a man. Okay. Yep. Which, um, and not from my perspective, because I think people who follow me know where I stand on freedom, being a man, responsibility, leadership, leadership, yeah. discipline, all that shit like that. I'm talking about from a woman's point of view. Um, and, and what's cool about doing this with you, with us is we get to bring the approach of well, let's be honest, our demographic, the people we speak to are severed, broken for the most part, right? Like there's other podcasts out there. People are, they're lying, most of them, but like talk about how great their life is and ready problems. Well, truth is we've never really had any problems, but that's because we fucking have worked on it day in and day out. Every for, single day. For, right. So mm -hmm. the, the, the conversation I want to bring up today was actually going to kind of lead into both those. One, responsibility as a man, right? Because you've been married before and you had someone else. This isn't a knock on anybody else. Just the real truth of facts of a man being a fucking man. So we're going to talk about mailing in some of the responsibilities, but the other one is, um, like you, like we said about never having a fight, keeping the spark alive. Yep. Like I believe that the honeymoon phase is bullshit. Yep. And you've said that since day one. I don't know where, where that, where were we? Cause we don't use that term, but I, I remember you speaking to me saying the honeymoon, the honeymoon phase is bullshit. And then you went to like this big tangent it, per it, usual, but yeah, per <laughs> usual. Uh, it, yeah. I mean, I just think that, I think that it's fucking stupid. Like I don't understand how anything can be a honeymoon phase. If you make a commitment, this will go hand in hand. I want you to talk about you. you you're married to me. You dated me. Um, you've overcome a lot of things. You heard a lot of shit about me before we came here. You've witnessed the growth as a man, right? The metamorphosis of Mark Jennison. You, mm. You've been able to witness from a guy who was climbing out of a proverbial fiery pit of hell to ultimately leading thousands and thousands of men to their, their destinies and their futures. Um, but in, in between there, you've been part of a lot of different things, right? And you've watched the responsibility, how it keeps getting fucking put on me more and more and more and more as we go but we talk about this honeymoon phase. Most dudes, why this is going to go hand in hand when I wrap this up together is because people fucking get into a relationship, in my opinion, or, or they have a wife where it sounded good. They went in, but they never wanted to do any fucking work. Sure. Right. They never wanted to do. I would work. agree with that. Impartial. And, yeah. And, and it's not even the fact that like, I don't feel like we do a ton of work, but we do a lot of work because it's the fabric and the DNA of the relationship that yes, we built. Exactly. I'm actually really excited to talk about this. This is a great, great topic for today. The, the, um, just a couple of minutes ago, you you asked Greg, you know, your brother, when you're here, what is, what is the core value of your family? Or why don't you share some of just the top one of our, our core value for our family, right? Like this is family. Health, health and fitness. That, that is why I'm sitting in my gym clothes, still a little sweaty <laughs> hair all the way up tight. Like I, I just got done lifting and it's, you know, 
every, I mean, every day, every day we do, but yeah. Because it's interesting because people, in my opinion, especially guys who are putting the relationship back together and they don't do like the comebacks are listeners. They don't necessarily even know or look at their life um, and the relationship with their wives is like, like getting down into the, the, the niches and the, the trenches of creating like standards and foundations and values, all the stuff for the, for the relationship. So that's something we're going to talk about. We're going to, we're going to pivot over to our responsibilities. Um, yeah, let's I, get into it. What is, what is it? What is the responsibility of a, why you tell me a male leader? So I would love to answer this and I can only answer this obviously for, for my perspective. Um, and I think it's a pretty strong one, but I, I've grown up in a very traditional household. Okay. So my mother was a stay at home mom her entire life. My dad owned his own heating and cooling business, worked his entire life. My mom stayed home with the kids. So growing up, seeing that, witnessing that, living through that, I had in my head, okay, this is what, this is how it's going to be. When I get older, I'm going to have a husband who has a hardworking job. And by hardworking, I mean, um, to me, what hardworking meant was like, he gets dirty, you know, he does construction labor. Like that, that to me was everything. That was my dad. Right. Um, and he provides for his family. My mom stays home, keeps the house spotless, cooks clean, runs the kids to the sports and, and does everything else. The male works, the mom works at home. Like to me, that was everything. And so as I got older, I tend, I tended to find or to look for those qualities in, in males only quality I really looked for, um, if I'm being honest, was does the dude get dirty when he comes home? Does from work? the dude get dirty? <laughs> for, is he dirty? Does he does he put in like a hard days at work? Right to me, it, and it sounds so silly, but if you would have asked me, you know, maybe ten years ago, I would have given you that perfect picture of a, a hardworking man. Doesn't matter if he if he makes piss poor money or not. Like he is providing because he came home dirty. Right? It sounds silly, but to me, I was like, that's what my dad did. Right? And my mom stayed home. She took care of the kids. Anyways. The most important thing from learning and, be, and growing, obviously, huge, huge growth as a, as a woman, as a human being, a self-development in meeting you, um, the greatest responsibility, the greatest thing I've ever witnessed from you providing for your family is casting a future that I can see smell, breathe, taste every single day on a daily basis. And what I mean by that is um, you literally, we literally have endless conversations about where we are going with our future. What does it look like? How, what, who do we need to be right now to be what we see in the future? Right. How do we start living our life with intention today to be who we want to be tomorrow? Exactly. Um, to me, now that I, now, like I said, um, you to me are everything that a man should resemble hands down physical strength, mental strength. Although, although so many times I, I know that's probably one of the most difficult portions of, of being in a man in your position, the leadership skills, the, I mean, I, I could truly, truly go on. Um, just how, how you love your family. I mean, gosh, like I said, I could, I could truly go on and on. But I don't get dirty at the end of the day. But yeah, and what's funny is, is I don't know if I, besides maybe riding your dirt bike once in a while and sweating oh, no. in you the gym. You saw me ride the bobcat, <laughs> do all this shit out here. Okay, okay, that's true. That's, that's once not, in a while. That's not my thing. Um, but, but, but truthfully, painting a future, casting and, and, and allowing me and our children to be exactly who we want 
to be are like our, our truly our most authentic selves taking that and building us up and taking us with you so if a man and his wife are sitting there and she's getting up and they're arguing and they're and they're upset because they just feel stuck in their in their honeymoon phase cringe right is gone it's because the man is not doing his job as the man leading his family leading his wife leading his kids on where they're going i have never ever I, I mean, we're, we've been together, what, five years now? And I still five. feel like almost five years. I still feel like, like some days I wake up and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like this still feels so new. And it still feels so new because we don't ever stop growing together. You just doubt it. The, the reason it feels so new too, or hundred percent is because micro goals and massive goals and checkpoints along the way to get where we want to go. Right. So when you're accomplishing things, right. And some people are listening to this like, Oh no, that's not what I want. Right. The, the, we just, I just want the basic house. I want the basic average life. I want the, ba- I want my kids to play baseball. And that's like, I just want to, I just want to live in a small community and that's fine. That's fine. That if that's, if that's for you, then that's for right. you. But really in my opinion, what they're in my opinion, what they're saying is man or woman, man, I don't want the responsibility to actually try to do something big for myself because if I fail, I'm going to let myself down. Like there's so many fucking underlying things. Oh my gosh. So many. Um, so responsibility that I, I just want to share about the vision and for the guys out there and even the, the ladies <clears throat> like I've casted this vision and Ryan actually, who's films these things for us. He told me, fuck, I don't know. He's been here maybe a year. So whatever, when he first started watching and listening to what we did, he's like, dude, it's interesting to see watching back what you said in 2015 and 16 and see that you built exactly what you built. What you right said now. you were going to build. Right. Yeah. And yeah. here today, I, before we're doing this and you were talking to your brother and Ryan talk about goals, like I'm going to exit my, our companies in eight years for a billion dollars. Right. Like I, I fucking see it. Like that's where I'm going. And I also then want to look at responsibilities of what's going to take to get there. And here's one of the other fucking twists I want to put it. When you do big shit for you, for each other, for your kids, for your life, for your wife, for your friends, the world hits fucking hard. It doesn't really want to see me win. If you really like, I'm just going to talk about me for a sure, second. Sure, sure. As a male in this role. As a male in what I do, right? As somebody who's trying to do big stuff, how many times a day do you see me get punched in the mouth? Oh my gosh, daily, daily. Failure after failure after failure. I always often say I'm just too dumb to quit is really what it is, right? But the truth is I want it more. I want success in my eyes, my vision, my life for my wife, for my kids, for the generations down that I'll never fucking meet that excites me up and I'm willing to take the punch in every fucking route. Now I talk about, the force of average hitting us. And this is where I wanted to go with this. We are going through some tough times on in our life right now, right? Like, yeah. like just, just two off two things, right? I shouldn't even say tough. It doesn't even feel tough because of the standards, the values, the connection. There is no fucking honeymoon phase. If we didn't have what we have, life would be difficult. Like it really would be difficult to get through or going through. Like for those of the guys who are listening, Phoenix's mom is not, doesn't have much time left on this earth. Mm-hmm. The girl's dad have decided to make, take a step for his fucking life. And he's going to go pursue his life in Florida and whose fucking shoulders is all that fall on me and you, right? Absolutely. Responsibility. Absolutely. And the reason I wanted to bring that up is because I don't think enough dudes, especially even guys around me in the comeback. I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by a lot of guys who want to like impress me by what they've done. I love them all. Right. 
but I also know they have more to give. But I'm surrounded by a lot of guys who want to impress me and show me the results and say, look at me instead of saying nothing and going to do big shit. And when I see stuff <clears throat> like that, sometimes I laugh and I'm happy for them, but it kind of, it's kind of aggravating because I know they could, they could do so much more. And when I look at my life and your life right now as we're going through this thing, as far as the responsibilities coming on us, like I'm, not, I, I'm actually looking for more. I'm looking for more responsibilities. If you, and we haven't even talked about this, but right. the world got harder. Those things happened. And I said, give me more. That's it. That, that is for, that's your own personal. I mean, you are without a doubt, a very rare breed <laughs> of male, you know, in the best ways. All I mean, the way down course. to grandma yesterday, fucking tell me, can I sound stupid, right? I don't have a ton of time, but can I, can I go above and beyond and go get her fucking take her, take care of her, take literally care of her. make a commitment to your grandma who lives by herself that you will get her groceries weekly and drop them off all the way across town at her house. So what I want to get at here, and I'm not trying to make this the fucking Mark show, but I am trying to point out some things here. You don't really know what you're made of until you know what the fuck you're made of. And you don't know what you're made of until you fucking try to bring more on your shoulders and do big shit with your life. My big shit's not going to be the same as anyone else's big shit. Our big shit's not the same as anyone else. We're only putting this earth, in my opinion, in the, in the world we live in right now, today, the moment, what is today? May 25th, 2022. It's actually my brother's birthday. In the moment that we live in right fucking now, we are called and compelled to lead one another, take action, love with authenticity, authenticity, love with connection, love with purpose, right? And what we have right now is our life to live for nobody else but us. Right. And the responsibilities, the problems, the fucking force of average, it comes at us and hits us in the fucking face as we go through this. We're able to smash through together because of the leadership and the responsibilities that I put on my shoulders, which ultimately I put back on you and you don't even know it. Sure. You don't even see it. So if you're talking to the male or, or the, the man and wife that are on the other side of this podcast, tell them right now, how do they become or how do they take the steps to become the man that their wives, that their kids need, that you, that they look up to, to you. So how do they take those steps to be, not to become you? And this could be, yeah, you don't want to become me. It's not always comfortable. The, big, the biggest, the biggest thing obviously is going to be intention. Every single thing that you do in your life, and I watch it on a daily basis and it's rubbed off on, uh, on me and onto our children, thankfully, is intention. There's almost not anything we do that isn't full with full intent, right? I mean, yeah, there, there's everything I do. Everything, everything that I do is with full intention all the way down to the fact of even making love to you. Like, yes, you are, you are first before me, no matter what, yep. it's just the way it has to be right. Everything that I am do, I'm out to fucking like you, I could go deep here, but you want me to, not even deep. I just go, could go off on a fucking tangent, but you want me to tell those guys out there, but I want the guys and the girls to listen to this together when they're driving in their cars or wherever they're, they're doing it. It comes down to a choice. Yep. Everything in your life is a choice. I was a piece of shit and you would have never had anything to do with me. One, you were also only like nine years old. So like when I was going through my time. We have but, an 11 year difference. <laughs> but, um, so that wouldn't have been good for us. But um, it, it, when I made the choice, I made the choice to go all in into our relationship. I was not willing to even have the honeymoon phase back to this thing, right? I decided that there was going to be standards in what I do. And I got clear. Like I don't overcomplicate this thing. I got very crystal clear about what I needed in my relationship because I'd never been able to do it before. Yep. And unfortunately or fortunately, it was a challenge, right? I, mean, I, I think with your winning mindset, you have to look at everything like, can I, how can I win this situation for you? Everything comes down to winning for yeah. me. It doesn't make sense to me personally to not win for me at whatever it is. Now, that doesn't mean you get first place like a trophy, but even in that, like winning to me was not being a lying, cheating piece of fuck. 
Yeah. Being able to communicate even when I didn't want to communicate. Not allowing fucking Instagram hoes to text message me or or whatever, right? Whatever the Have access to you, period. Have access to me, period. Putting standards putting processes in my, in my day-to-day life of like how I'm going to connect and, and care with you and, and be around you. But we, I wanted to talk, I want you to talk about what I did when I did that. What did you do to the table? Cause what the piece that's missing, at least in my audience is the guys can do 50% or 30% or 70% of what I do. And some of them maybe can, you know, they, they live with this, they take everything verbatim, Yep. but they forget to really include the wife. Yes. And we talk about this over and over. This is, the, this is probably one of the biggest, I don't want to say complaints, but it's one of the biggest issues. All these gentlemen that come through I Am A Comeback or decide that they're finally going to do some self-development work and they do and they change so much for the better, right? They go from, from I say zero to 100 where it's like they are kind of like this POS guy and now all of a sudden they're like, they're, they're, they're clean, they're dedicated, they're intentional every day. They have new goals and they're setting this and their wives are sitting in the back corner. Like what the heck? I love this new man that I see making these changes, but what about me? Right. I mean, you've worked with a lot of ladies that have said that a lot of ladies said that, or even just had conversations with them. Yes. I mean, and this is, this is the number, I would say it's the number one issue is okay. So my husband can change for some guy he met on the internet, but he couldn't change for me. They take it very, very personal. They take it, um, you know, the ego is just shattered in that sense. Like I couldn't be that for my husband. Um, anyways, for the, the, how do I say this? The greatest thing the male can do, what he's forgetting to do is bring your wife with you. So I'm, I can only share this story. And I've said it so many times before, but we were in California. Mark was doing a mastermind thing and it was from 6am till like eight o'clock at night, every single day. And he said, Hey, you know what? Here's the credit card. We were in Huntington beach, Newport beach area. And he's like, you just go shopping. You, you go to the beach, you go surfing, you do whatever you want to do while I do this for our family. And I was like, okay, fine. Like no big deal. Right. Cool. Right. Shouldn't complain. First world, you know, by the, by the second day, he would maybe get a break for lunch and he could tell something was off anyways. By that second night, I met him back in the hotel room and I was in tears. And I was in tears because Mark was continuously striving and striving and striving and becoming this better man, which I was so proud of, but I didn't feel like he was bringing me along with him. So I'm breaking down and I'm saying, I don't know if I'm ever, I don't know if, if this life, if I can do this with you, like, I'm not you. I don't know how to be you. You're not leading me to like, you're not showing me how to, how to match your energy to match your levels. Like what goal, like teach me. Right. So I'm, I'm sharing this with them and I'm sad and I'm crying about it because it's, because I, I love who you are becoming, but I wanted to be that too. And I didn't know how, and I was scared that you didn't know how to show me anyways, long story short, he opened up his notebook inside the notebook that he had written in this mastermind was everything about me the kids, our family, where we're going. Um, it was basically everything we have right now. It was everything we have right now, right? Because that was only 2019 and, that that happened, I think. Yes. And in that moment was an aha moment for my husband. Yes, he works hard 
every single day. He is resilient in his, in his pursuit of what he is trying to achieve for our family, for his business, for himself, for everything. But what he does, but what he wasn't doing was having that communication, strong enough communication where he was saying to me, to my face, hey, this is where we are going. This is what I, because he was just so, I was like, he was, this is what I got to do for my family. This is what I got to do. This is what I got to do. Instead of, hey, this is what we need to do. Kendra, this is what I need you to do because this is where we are going. And in that moment, as soon as he started doing that, I felt so important. I started to soar. I started to thrive. My goals, my intentions, everything became so crystal clear because of the path that you laid down for us. It was like, I would say that was probably one of the biggest game changers in our relationship. And it's interesting you say that because it was literally one of the most simplistic. So simple. Of just here, let me show you physically open this book yep. and you just go ahead and read this. And so many, but so many men are going to miss that piece of doing what you did. Their wives are going to be frustrated. Their wives are going to be sad. Their wives are going to start feeling resentful because the husband is doing everything for himself Yes, he's doing it for his family. Yes, he's making more money for his family. Yes, he's getting healthier for his family, but he is not doing a good enough job or communicating with his wife. Hey, these are the pieces that I need you to do so that way she feels a part of it also. And this is where we're going. Only, only when you told me, hey, listen, I need you to do this for our family because I, I, I was new. I was new to this. I was new to this life. I was new to goal setting. I was new to intention. I was new to it. Right. I'm a great mom. Phenomenal mom. I love that about myself. Great wife, great home, home, you know, homekeeper. Only when you casted that and only when you started to give real leadership, man, responsibility and direction to me, was I able to buy into the future that you were casting. And now we both are like, you know, and soaring, which is, so for a guy, guy or gal out there listening to this, like breaking down into tangible things you can do. Like if you have a journal, goals, notebooks, whatever it is, just share with them. Don't like, I know a lot of guys in the comeback for sure. They write shit. They don't necessarily want anybody to know. Sure. Have your personal stuff. Sometimes, sometimes work through your personal shit. Fine. One step that I do. I don't really have, I'm an open book, uh, probably too much on, on <laughs> shit, but, um, but I always kept stuff separate not for anyone else because i was single but just because like one was for darkness one was for light sure. one was for like get rid of shit the other one was to build shit um i chose to show you the build shit book right like i mean you you actually went through and found some of my stuff from rehab i think i did yeah. kept some of my stuff from rehab where i was painting pictures if i want to kill myself i was fucked up you know um but th the other thing is becoming a master communicator is huge and so, so many men and women, and, and, and we've only been together for a brief amount of time compared to some couples who have been together for 15, 20 plus years, which is amazing. However, they forget the one master, master skill, communication. They're like, well, we've been together for 20 years. You should know me by now. I'm not a fucking mind reader. Your husband's not a mind change. reader. And people change. Your wife is not a mind reader. And vice versa. And vice, that's what I'm saying. Right. Completely. To guess what's going inside of a male, a male's mind, one who males males who have the capacity of 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 you know you that alpha male type of mentality, um, there's a lot of stuff going around in that head, right? Mm -hmm. 
it's not fair for your wife to be able to, uh, for you to say to your wife, well, you should know me by now. We, you know how I operate. You know how I think. No, I don't. I don't ever know what's going on in your head. Tell me. And same things for the husband, right? Wife, don't, don't be that wife that sits there to, and, uh, at your husband and gives him the silent treatment or, or is just being a nag for no reason. And then him say, what's wrong? And you be, and then you say, well, you should know, you should know. No, he shouldn't know. He's not a mind Those become just like stupid little fucking games that people play with each other too. They get so people caught up in this. People do it every single day and it caught blows up in that my story mind. And that bullshit. Actually, they, they get addicted to almost the fucking fighting. People get chaos, addicted. Right? They got, it, it's gotta be it, right? They just love because somewhere, somewhere in their mind that chaos is they 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 look for it it, it became a craved attention at some point where attention like, and maybe they, that's they the only the way they're getting attention whatever sure. happens but when i talk about becoming a and we could do another another podcast on this but when i talk about becoming a master communicator and i i preach and teach on this when we do our some of our comeback experiences and some of the stuff i do in the comeback alliance but communication isn't just about verbal with your words, right? It's a lot of different things. So many different things. It's eye contact. It's touch. It's feels, body language. It's fucking, you know, doing things. Everyone can go read the the five love languages, but it's really about taking the time to figure out which ones you want to excel at for you personally and ultimately to excel at for your loved one, for your wife, spouse, whatever, because you typically they're not the same. Like sure. we're, we're, we're not the same on our love languages, right? Like I just, no, we're not just not, but that doesn't mean that we're not compatible. Right. So when I go back and I think back, you know, a couple things that they can take from this podcast right now is one open and show the journey, the documentation of the path, right? What is the path to the, the, the possibility of the future you have together? Where does she fit in on that? That's and one. paint it crystal clear together. Yep. Crystal clear on where you are going in your future, why you are doing what as a, as the male as the as the leader, why you are doing what you are doing, and what your wife can do to come with, like, hey, this is what I also need. Can you help me do this, right? And that there's a whole nother topic inside of that why. And sometimes guys hold on to the why because it's big and it's scary, and they got these audacious goals and uh, their ego, right? On another side, right? Some of the dudes that listen to me follow me. <laughs> they've been beat down by their own choices for such a long time in, in a negative place. And sometimes the wives and grandmas and moms, people are like, you're a dreamer, you're a dreamer. And these are guys massively successful. Fuck you. You can't do this, whatever. Sure. And then all of a sudden these guys found this newfound, newfound freedom in, in their comeback and they don't want to share, <coughs> excuse me. They don't want to share the future with the wife because it's like their own power. It's like this place where they come in. Mm-hmm. Dude, that is wrong. So wrong. And even it was just one line at a time, yep. right? Like you don't got to open up and fucking. And for, the, and for I love that, and especially for the wives, like you said, because sometimes there is that resentment of of how you how you had just talked about. But for the wife, if your husband comes up to you and tells you, "Hey, this is what I think, this is what I'm trying to achieve, this is where I would like for our future to go." And you sit there and you laugh, or you say you're crazy, or you sit there and you knock him down just do yourself a favor and then and leave right there because if you're not going to grow together you're not going to grow period yeah you know i've said this before unfortunately some of the greatest gifts that came out of the comeback for some relationships is they got a divorce yeah like allow (laughs) allow the man to lead allow the man to lead that is his job end of story doesn't matter what relationship it is doesn't matter the roles it is the male's job to lead, allow him to lead and allow, allow him to do that. Allow him to do it how he needs to do it. 
be the support for him. I mean, I, I got to be honest, there's been so many times that you've come up to me and you said, hey, maybe some really super crazy audacious goals. Who am I to say that they're crazy? Who am I to say that they're audacious? Hey, you know what? You told me this is what you want. This is where we're going. This is how you want to do it. I got your back. Well, I've got a 100% track record of accomplishing every goal I've ever written down. So you do what you say you're going to do. Literally, I do that what does I say help. I'm going to do. That does and help me believe in where we're going. The, the, and, I, and let's be honest, though, the goals get bigger and bigger and bigger. But fuck, I, as long as I'm alive and I got a breath and a choice inside me, I'm going to keep accomplishing them. And I'm going to take my wife with me. Um, so I want to give some tactical shit. Like we kind of talked about it. Mm. What, if you're a male out there and you're from the outside, you're catching this maybe on somewhere Ryan put it or inside the, the council thinking about coming to the Alliance or coming to our events or whatever, and you don't really know what to do, like get out a fucking notebook today and write down your future, number one. And if inside of your future, the man you want to be says, you know, I want to urge myself to do more, more self-development. I want more of what these two have. I want more freedom. I want to be able to actually have a fucking conversation with my wife where I tell her I love her and I want to fucking, I want to fuck her, right? If whatever, whatever that looks like to you, then take the action to maybe look into something else that we do inside the comeback or, or, um, or go do check out somebody else. I don't, I don't give a shit. Like every piece of content that I create, that we create is set to leave people better than we found them. So I want you to give the parting words away to the, to the wife. What can a wife do right now today? I, I love that. What can a wife do <coughs> today? Girlfriend, so wife. We talk, gr girlfriend, whatever. Uh, um, we talked a lot about the, the male's responsibility, male's responsibility in leading you, helping you, guiding you, casting that future of what it looks like and where you guys are going. So that way you can buy into why you guys need to grow together, where you're going, right? That's, that's massive. Um, and that was a really big role in, in our, our relationship at first. For the wives, you also need to grow. You can't just, you can't just hop on this roller coaster, which would be your husband and allow him to drive you all over the place without working on yourself. We would not be where we are at if I also didn't grow with you in self-development, in strength, in physical, in mental. And in that spirit. doesn't mean you have to grow at the same rate. That no. Oh my gosh. Grow. Mark is light years ahead of me. Let me tell you, we are on two, we are on completely different levels. However, I'm still trying. I'm still growing. There's days where I wake up and I'm on fire. There's days, you know, so that's a massive, massive, massive portion of that. Allow your husband to lead, but you also need to grow. That means if start physically, start, start physically. You, maybe you need to exercise, start mentally. There's a boatload of, of mental, mental health or, um, self-development books. Fucking you, YouTube, YouTube. It right now, right? I mean, I used to literally just YouTube Joe Rogan, like motivational podcasts. It was just enough. I didn't know where to start. I didn't know how to start. At least I started anyways, that I would say that that is massive, right? Right there. Um, communication, huge, 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 huge. There was, um, no matter what it is, do not just assume that your husband, no matter how long you have been together, knows what you are thinking. Have some balls, speak your mind, and work it out. That's it? I mean, those are my two uh, that I'm thinking. Those are my two, maybe that was three in there. Biggest takeaways, allow the man to lead, grow yourself. What was my last one? 
Okay. Have some balls. Have some balls. <laughs> <laughs> Have some balls. And what I can end up with that is lead motherfucker lead, right? Those are voices that go through my head all the time, right? This is for the, this could be a woman too, because sometimes you, there, there might be a woman that listens to this thing and the husband's just not stepping up to do the fucking job and the responsibilities. This is a whole nother topic, but the responsibilities still go on. And there's moms out there that are raising sons. Um, you can raise your, I've, I've met men who've had moms raise them and they're fucking winners and leaders. And the mom has really carried on the job too. So the voice that goes through my head nonstop is lead motherfucker, lead motherfucker lead. And I know that might sound vulgar to some, but to me, it just makes the most sense. And it's a reminder on the daily to get up every day and to accomplish whatever task is in front of me, whether that's connecting with my wife, whether that's connecting with my kids, whether it's doing this podcast, whether it's fucking sometimes resting and relaxing. We all have the ability to make the choice today to lead or to not lead. And if you're not going to lead, someone else is going to lead you and they're coming to fucking take everything that you have. You own your shit. You own your mind. You own your world. Go get it. That's all we got for today's episode of the Comeback Couples Podcast. We'll be back next week. Talk to you soon.